Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and Dating Without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, friends. Welcome back to episode 19. Let's just say the tooth sagas continue. (laughs) Uh, It has been an interesting journey for me over here. (laughs) Like I mentioned before, for those of you who are in constant pain, my heart goes out to you. I will forever have empathy. Um, Yeah, I don't know what's going on. They gave me a replacement until the permanent gets implanted and... um, it's the wrong fit. It's the wrong size. And so I'm not loving having this huge gap in my teeth. I especially I'm concerned about the idea that my, my teeth could shift and move. But the um, temporary that they gave me is not sitting properly. And it's like jamming into my gums, y'all. And it really hurts. And I can endure pain for certain periods of time. But when it comes to prolonged pain, I guess I cannot deal with it. So anyways, that's that. Um, I am excited to say in one week's time, I will be in Maui celebrating a girlfriend's birthday. It's her 40th birthday. And this is actually going to be the third big trip that I have taken without Jason. So I want to get your guys' opinion if you want to like write in and tell me what your opinion is of the fact that I have taken three big trips without him. And it's not intentional. It's just, it's timing, it's um, logistics, it's him having the kids or not being a good time for him to go. And so how would you feel about that? How would you feel about that? Would you be okay with it? And I want to just get all your lovely opinions about it. Um, It's not something that I want to do. We definitely want to take another big trip together soon. We have gone, actually, I take that back. We've gone to Mexico together. Um, But I went to Spain, Japan, and now I'm doing Hawaii. And so, anyways, I just want to hear your opinion because I think that there's a lot of people who would have opinions about it. Like, oh, if he can't go, you shouldn't go. Or, you know, it sounds great to be able to take trips separately, but emotionally, could we actually all do that? And so, anyways, just wanting your opinions. So, let's talk today about worth knowledge versus worth ownership. A lot of messages and messaging in this in society tells us to know your worth because when we know our worth, we'll do something differently. We'll have stronger boundaries. We'll date better men. And that's the idea. Know your worth. That message is plastered everywhere. And I believe this is partially true, but it's not 100% truth. There is something vitally missing. Most women come to me who know their worth. That's what they tell me. I know my worth, which is why I'm still single. None of these guys cut it. I've walked away from jobs and friendships and men because I now know my worth. And maybe that's where you're at too. But what I've seen is that worth is not something that's black and white. It's not here or not here. It's a sliding scale. And there is a huge difference in my clients from when they start working with me to when they leave. They go from worth knowledge to worth ownership. Let that sink in. An understanding of what the two could be. Now, this might be a really bad example, 
but I'm going to give it to you guys anyways. Jason had to get his car fixed. And at the time, his sister-in-law was working for some dealership where it was like a crossover dealership. It was like one brand of a car and then it was Maserati. And so he took his car in to get it fixed and they ended up giving him an SUV Maserati. Now, when he told me I'm going to have a Maserati for the next week, my initial perception of it was like, oh, cool, right? I had knowledge of the car. I knew that it was a luxury car. I knew that it was high end. I knew like, oh, it's, it's super fancy, but I'm not a car person. And so I wasn't really like excited at first. I had no opinions. I was just like, okay, he's just getting a car. Like a car is just a car in my opinion. And then I drove the car. Driving the car, getting in the car with him, taking the car out on my own, that made me show up differently. I got out of the car differently. I was driving differently. And the difference is, is that when you have knowledge of something, it can give you respect and opinion. It's going to shape you in some way, knowledge of it. But ownership makes you walk, talk, and act differently. And then when we had to give the car back, I had a drastic reality check. (laughs) So I want to break down the effect of worth knowledge and worth ownership in our dating lives and also, more importantly, the long-term effects, okay? So worth knowledge is where most women are at. They're online and they are going on dates. They're staying away from the guys who just give them breadcrumbs, They're definitely not talking to the guys who send them sexual messages, right? They're not giving a lot of their time to crappy behavior. However, if the guy's hot enough and his credentials are pretty good, you know, you might stick around that kind of guy a little bit longer, you know, just to see if like things change. They also know that they're going to be a great partner and that's what keeps them moving forward in the dating world, right? And so... These are all the things happening, but they also aren't fully getting what they want from men. And so they just assume, okay, well, I just got to keep dating a lot of people before finding my person. That's worth knowledge. That might be where you're at. It's not necessarily a bad place to be in. But there's another option available. It may not be something you feel on a consistent basis. Maybe you have felt it a little bit, but it's worth ownership. When You are in worth ownership. You attract men wherever you go without trying. You don't wonder if a date's going to happen. It does happen. Every date you're going on, the men are fully showing up for you. You are attracting men who are asking the questions that you usually act. When the ask, not act. And when this happens to my client, they take a step back and they're like, oh my God, these are the questions I usually ask. And he's asking me. She doesn't negotiate if she's being too hard on him. She makes decisions about what she will or won't do based upon how she sees herself rather than, oh no, if I do this, is he going to walk away? The men keep getting better and better and she's not afraid to walk away from a pretty good guy because she knows I'm going to attract a great guy. She doesn't spend energy thinking about what's he doing. Is he changing his profiles, pictures online? How long has it been since we've talked? She decides what she wants to happen, how she wants to interact with somebody. 
And that's the bottom line. There is no negotiating. Her standards become a normalcy. This is a big one, ladies. That means she does not tell someone what her standards are. She does not tell someone how she expects to be treated. She doesn't need to communicate them. And she is predominantly calm and certain and grounded in her dating life. Just like with the car, she has swag and she shows up radiating. Now, here's the thing. One of these places is not better than the other necessarily, okay? Both of these women will find men 100% because love has no bounds. You can have worth knowledge and find a man. I'm not telling you where you're at and what you're doing is wrong. That is not what I'm here to do, okay? I'm here to present you with an option that's available. For me, when I was dating, I started to notice that I didn't like how I felt. What I was saying about myself, like I have high value and high worth, wasn't lining up with how I was feeling. And so deep down, I was like, wait a second, there's kind of like a disconnect here. Like, I don't believe I'm lying to myself. I believe that I'm worthy. I believe that I'm high value. But I'm, it's not affecting how I feel. And if it's not affecting how I feel, and in fact, sometimes I'm feeling worse, then there's something missing here. There's a link that's missing. And then I realized maybe I could go deeper in my worth. I could own my worth. Owning my worth might change the way that I feel. It might change the way that I show up, which could affect the men who show up in my life. So let's break down the effects of worth knowledge that we don't see. Worth knowledge, is, knowledge, like I said, keeps us in the dating game, not giving us what we fully want. When we don't get what we want for prolonged periods of time, we begin to question what we're doing wrong. We're like, all right, it's me. I'm, I must be doing something wrong. Then questioning what we're doing wrong turns into overthinking. And we end up creating problems that are not really problems. I see this happen with my clients all the time. They go to try to solve other problems, right? And then you feel like you're on a mountain of problems. (laughs) And it causes us to feel like the problem is bigger than we thought. And so we begin to lose confidence in ourselves. Will somebody really want to be with me? As we question if someone will want to be with us, with all of our, you know, self-diagnosed problems, I'm being a little dramatic because it's kind of silly, dating starts to feel hard. And then that questions, that makes us question who we are even more. As we question ourselves, we lose trust in who we are and our decision-making abilities. And then we make unsteady decisions and start to wonder if we're being too hard on men, which then makes us accept men that we do not desire at all. Am I right? How many times have we we all of a sudden woke up and noticed like, holy cow, when did I start accepting these kind of guys? right? And then we lose trust in ourselves even more. Losing trust in ourselves dips our confidence levels. Dipping our confidence causes us to question everything even more. And so then we just take a complete break from dating and we're like, "Uh uh-uh, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I'd rather put my time and attention on something that feels better and gives me more confidence. But while we're on that break, nothing has changed, ladies. 
the way we do things, the way we choose men, the way we show up, it doesn't change. That stays the same. And then when we start to feel better, we go back into the dating world, but the the cycle slowly starts all over again. And this really breaks my heart the most because the idea of thousands of single women doubting themselves and who they are when love only requires you to be all of who you are makes me so sad. It makes me so bummed at the idea that all of this is so much harder than it needs to be. The effects of worth ownership is peace of mind that you can't mess up your dating life. You just can't. I believe that the universe is self-organizing and it's self-correcting. So in some way, we messed up. Case in point, if some way we push off the lesson that we needed in order to move ourselves forward, guess what? It's going to come back around. It's self-organizing and self-correcting. So when you keep thinking, why do I keep dating the same guy over and over again? Yeah, because the lesson, whatever you needed in order for you to be a little bit more of the woman that she needs to be in order to have that exceptional relationship, you can't go forward until you get that lesson. And so it's going to show up again, dressed in different clothes, maybe a different height, perhaps a different job, but it's going to show up again. Okay. Deep acceptance, the effects of self of worth ownership is deep acceptance that you for your good and you're imperfect. When I see deep acceptance, that means that you show up to dates calm and grounded. You're not needing to overly explain a situation in your life because you have owned the truth and it actually enhances who you are. As you more deeply accept who you are, you trust your decisions. Decisions become more logical than emotional. Decisions become quick and clear, and there's no more back and forth doubt, which builds trust that you are in your corner. It teaches your mind like, oh, I'm safe here. In this body, I don't need to anticipate anything's going to go wrong or she's going to make a wrong turn because we are safe in this body and protected. Trust that you're going to be in your corner is vital. It teaches your mind that you can speak up and show up more boldly. And that draws more men in to you. When you're drawing more men in, it builds more confidence in yourself that you are wanted. Being wanted and valued and seen increases your confidence that you really do get to choose the man you want to be with. That men will be certain about you. And that slows down your need to choose. Slowing down allows you to be more observant recognizing more of the traits that you didn't see before in these men, which causes you to go deeper in trust in yourself that you will actually make a really great decision. Deeper trust in yourself creates more peace and certainty, certainty, and it attracts even better men. Better men results in a partner who wants all of you the exact way that you are. You see, we like to look at the surface things, the men. But we don't look at the things that are going on under the surface. This is why I don't give a lot of dating do's and don'ts because they do not work. You see a a duck on top of the water. This is actually a really bad reference because I think people reference it in the back in the opposite way. You see a duck under the water. 
gliding along the water smoothly. But you don't see his feet underwater. They're paddling, 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 right? But the reason why it looks so smooth on top is because you know what you're doing under the surface. Who you are is guiding you and leading you and directing you. And that gives you the ability to glide through the dating world peacefully and calmly and confidently. And that is far more impactful. That is far more serious and a greater result than just the partnership. The men are the byproduct of the greatness that we allow to rise up. I know you have knowledge of your worth. Is it time to own it? Do you feel that owning it would drastically change how you feel as you move through your dating life? Would it change the men that you're attracting? Owning it happens in the moment-to-moment decision from a text to a date to saying no to a really great guy. Good guy, sorry. A good guy for a great guy. I believe at every moment in dating, we are given an opportunity to own our worth. We are presented with that opportunity on a silver platter in front of us to walk differently, to show up differently. And knowing how to own your worth is a matter of pausing and reminding yourself, I don't need to show my worth to him. I don't need him to do something different to prove that he sees my worth. I just need to slow down and ask myself in this moment, as the woman who does own her worth, what would she do? Would she do anything differently than what my knee-jerk reaction was going to be? My worth right in this moment is being tested, but I know that I own it. Knowing that I own it, what would she do? She'll always guide you to what you need next. That's all for now. I'll see you guys next week. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kennarenee.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at thekennarenee.co.